Shalom, Alekum, peace be upon you, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. Just a quick reminder, this podcast is 100% listener-supported, uh, so if you're being blessed by it, uh, if you want to see it continue to thrive, uh, please consider supporting it by going to the website and clicking the support or donate tab at the top. Today we are looking at this week's Torah portion, uh, which happens to cover Exodus chapter 27, starting with verse 20, and going through chapter 30, verse 10. Here's the portion summary from TorahPortions.org. Tetzaveh is the 20th reading from the Torah. Tetzaveh means, you shall command, as it is the first verse of the reading which says, you shall command the sons of Israel that they bring you clear oil of beaten olives for the light to make a lamp burn continually. This Torah portion continues to narrate the instructions for the construction of the tabernacle, focusing particularly on the priesthood that was to serve in that sanctuary. The Israelites are commanded to make special garments for Aaron and for his sons to wear while ministering as priest. After describing the priestly garments, the portion concludes with the instructions for the ritual inauguration of Aaron and his sons into the priesthood. So that is what is on the agenda for this morning. Uh, it's kind of an interesting story, you know, it's it's dealing with this clothing and all these special instructions and uh, the inauguration of, of Aaron and his sons as, as the priest uh, for all of Israel. So chapter 27, starting with verse 20, going through chapter 30, uh, verse 10. I'm going to read from the Hallelujah Scriptures this morning, and uh, any Hebrew words I'll try to translate for you uh, on the fly so that it all makes uh, perfect sense. And with that, let's get started. We'll start with verse 20, Exodus chapter 27. Let's begin. And you, you are to command the children of Israel to bring you clear oil of pressed olives for the light, to cause the lamp to burn continually. In the attentive appointment outside the veil which is before the witness, Aaron and his sons are to tend it from evening until morning before Jehovah, a law forever to their generations from the children of Israel. And you can bring near Aaron and your brother and his sons with him from among the children of Israel, for servant as Kohen, that is to say priest, to me. Aaron, Adab, and Abahu, Eleazar, and Ithmar, the sons of Aaron. And you shall make Kodesh garments, that is to say holy garments, for Aaron, your brother, for esteem and for comeliness. And you speak to all the wise of heart whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom that they shall make garments of Aaron to Kodesh him, to holy him, for him to serve as Kohen to me. And these are the garments which you, you shall make, a breastplate, a shorter garment, a robe, an embroidered long shirt, a turban with a girdle. And they shall make Kodesh garments for Aaron, for your brother and his sons, for him to serve as Kohen to me. And they shall take the gold and the blue and the purple and the scarlet and the fine linen, and shall make the shoulder garment of gold, of blue and purple and scarlet and fine woven linen, 
the work of a skilled workman. It is to have two shoulder pieces joined at its edges, and so it is joined together. And the embroidered band of the shoulder garment which is on it is the same workman made of gold, of blue and a purple scarlet, and fine woven linen. And you shall take two shoham stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel. Six of their names on one stone and the remaining six names on the other stone according to their birth. With the work of the engraver in stone like the engravings of a signet, engrave the two stones with the names of the sons of Israel. Put them in the mountings of gold. And you shall put the two stones on the shoulder pieces of the shoulder garment as stones of remembrance for the sons of Israel. And Aaron shall bear their names before Jehovah on his two shoulders for a remembrance. And you shall make mountings of gold and two chains of clean gold like braided cords and fasten the braided chains to the mountings. And you shall make a breastplate of right ruling, a work of a skilled workman like the work of the shoulder garment. Make it of gold, of blue and purple and scarlet and fine woven linen. It is square doubled, a zareth its length and a zareth its width. And you shall put mountings of stones in it, four rows of stones. The first row is a ruby, a topaz, and an emerald. And the second row is turquoise and a sapphire and a diamond. And the third row is jacknith, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row a barrel and a shoham, a jasper, there to put gold mountings. And the stones are according to the names of the sons of Israel, twelve according to their names, like the engravings of a signet, each one with its own name for the twelve tribes. And you shall make braided chains of corded work for the breastplate at the end of clean gold. And you shall make two rings of gold for the breastplate, and you shall put the two rings of the two ends of the breastplate. And you shall put two cords of gold in the two rings which are on the ends of the breastplate. And the other two ends, the two cords you fasten to the two mountings, and put them on the shoulder piece of the shoulder garment in the front. And you shall make two rings of gold, and shall put them on the two ends of the breastplate, on the edge of it, which is on the inner side of the shoulder garment. And you shall make two rings of gold, and put them on the two shoulder pieces underneath the shoulder garment, on the front of it, close to the seam above the embroidered brand, the shoulder garment. And they shall bind the breastplate by means of the rings, its rings to the rings of the shoulder garment, using blue cord, so that it is above the embroidered band of the shoulder garment, so that the breastplate does not come loose from the shoulder garment. And Aaron shall bear the names of the sons of Israel on the breastplate of the right ruling over his heart when he goes into the Kodesh place, the holy place, for a remembrance before Jehovah continually. And into the breastplate of right ruling you shall put the Urim and the Tumen, and they shall be on the heart of Aaron when he goes in before Jehovah. And Aaron shall bear the right ruling of the children of Israel on his heart before Jehovah continually. And you shall make the robe of the shorter garment all of blue. 
and the opening of his head shall be in the middle of it, a woven binding all around its opening, like the opening in scaled armor, so that it does not tear. And on its hem you shall make promegannets of blue and purple and scarlet all around its hem, and bells of gold between them all around. A golden bell and a promegannet, a golden bell and a promegannet on the hem of the robe all around. And it shall be upon Aaron to attend it, to attend in, and its shouts and its sounds shall be heard when he goes into the Kodesh place before Yehovah, and when he comes out, so that he does not die. And you shall make a plate of clean gold to engrave on it, like the engraving of a signet, Kodeshal Le Yehovah, that is to say, holiness to the Lord. And you shall put it on a blue cord, and it shall be on the turban. It is to be on the front of the turban. And it shall be on the forehead of Aaron, and Aaron shall bear the guilt of the Kodesh gifts, which the children of Israel, Kodesh, and all their Kodesh gifts. And it shall always be on the forehead for an acceptance for them before Yehovah. And you shall weave the long shirt of fine linen, and shall make the turban of fine linen, and you shall make the girdle of woven work, and make long shirts for Aaron's sons, and you shall make girdles for them, and you shall make turbans for them for esteem and comeliness. And you shall put them on Aaron your brother, and on his sons with him, and shall anoint them, and they shall ordain them, and they shall kodesh them, that is to say, holy them, to set them apart. And they shall serve as Kohanim, priest to me. And make linen trousers for them to cover their nakedness, reaching from the waist to the thighs. And they shall be on Aaron and on his sons when they come into the tent of appointment, or when they come near the altar to attend the Kodesh place, so that they do not bear wickedness and die, a law forever to him, and to his seed after him. Chapter 29 And this is the task you shall do to them to Kodesh them to serve me as Kohanim. Take one young bull and two rams, perfect ones, and unleavened bread and unleavened cakes mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers anointed with oil. Make these of wheat flour. And you shall put them in one basket and bring them in the basket, along with the bull and two rams. Then you shall bring Aaron and his sons to the door of the tent of appointment and wash them with water. You shall take the garments, and you shall put on Aaron the long shirt, and the robe of the shorter garment, and the shorter garment, and the breastplate, and shall gird him with the embroidered band of the shorter garment, and shall put the turban on his head, and shall put the Kodesh sign of dedication on the turban, and shall take the anointing oil, and pour it on his head, and anoint him. Then you shall bring his sons, and put the long shirts on them and shall gird them with girdles. Aaron and his sons put the turbans on them, and the kahanu shall be theirs for an everlasting law. The kahuna shall be theirs for an everlasting law. So you shall ordain Aaron and his sons, and you shall bring near the bulls before the tent of appointment, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the bull, and shall slaughter the bull before Yehovah by the door of the tent of appointment. And take some of the blood of the bull, and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger, and pour all the blood beside the base of the altar. 
And you shall take all the fat that covers the entrails and the appendages and the liver and the two kidneys and the fat that is on them and burn them on the altar. But the flesh of the bull and its skin and its dung you shall burn with fire outside the camp. It is a sin offering. Take one ram and Aaron and his sons and shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. And you shall slaughter the ram and you shall take its blood and sprinkle it all around the altar. And cut the ram in pieces and wash its entrails and its legs and place them upon its pieces and on its head. And you shall burn the entire ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to Yehovah. It is a sweet fragrance, an offering made by fire to Yehovah. And you shall take the second ram, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. And you shall slaughter the ram, and take some of its blood, and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron, and on the tip of the right ear of his sons, and on the thumb of the right hand, and on the big toe of the right foot, and sprinkle the blood all around on the altar. And you shall take some of the blood that is on the altar, and some of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it on Aaron, and on his garments, and on his sons, and on the garments of his sons with him. And he and his garments shall be Kodesh, and his sons and the garments of his sons and him. And you shall take the fat of the ram, and the fat tail, and the fat that covers the entrails, and the appendages on the liver, and the two kidneys, and the fat that's on them, and on the right thigh, it is for a ram of ordination. And one loaf of bread, and one cake made with oil, and one thin cake from the basket, from the unleavened bread, that is before Jehovah. And you shall put all these in the hands of Aaron, and in the hands of the sons, and you shall wave them a wave offering before Jehovah. Then you shall take them from their hands, and burn them on the altar as a burnt offering, as a sweet fragrance before Jehovah. It is an offering made by fire to Jehovah. And you shall take the breast of the ram of Aaron's ordination and wave it, a wave offering before Jehovah, and it shall be your portion. And from the ram of the ordination you shall kodesh the breast of the wave offering which is waved, and the thigh of the contribution which is raised, of that which is for Aaron, and of that which is for his sons. And it shall be from the children of Israel for Aaron and his sons by a law forever. For his contribution, and it is a contribution from the children of Israel, from their peace offerings, their contribution to Jehovah. And the Kodesh garments of Aaron are for his sons after him to be anointed in them, and to be ordained in them. The Kohen from his sons in his place puts them on for seven days, when he enters the tent of appointment to attend the Kodesh place. And to take the ram of the ordination and to cook its flesh in a Kodesh place. And Aaron and his son shall eat the flesh of the ram and the bread that is on the basket by the door, the tent of appointment. And they shall eat those with which the atonement was made, to ordain them to Kodesh them. But let the stranger not eat them, because they are not Kodesh. That is to say, they are not holy. And if any of the flesh of the ordination offerings or of the bread be left over until the morning, then you shall burn it up what is left over. It is not eaten because it is Kodesh. And you, and so you shall do to Aaron and his sons according to all I have commanded you. Seven days you shall ordain them and prepare a bowl each day as a sin offering for atonement. And you shall cleanse the altar. 
when you make atonement for it, and you shall anoint it to Kodesh it. For seven days you shall make an atonement for the altar and Kodesh it. The altar shall be most Kodesh. Whatever touches the altar is to be Kodesh, that is to say, holy. And this is what you prepare on the altar. Two lambs, a year old, daily, continually. Okay, please note. Let's take a break for a second. We're getting ready to... We're almost done, by the way. Uh, we've got about 20 more verses to read. What we're getting ready to read is this daily preparation, this daily sacrifice, if you will, of the lambs, uh, which is, if you read... Well, actually, I'm just going to read you this. So bear with me. I'm going to read you this little article that's actually up at TorahPortions.org about this. And the argument that they make is that the lambs actually refer or foreshadow uh, Jesus, foreshadow the Messiah, which is obvious, right? Um, John the Baptist calls him the Lamb of God. Uh, he becomes the uh, the Passover lamb, like he is associated as the lamb. Uh, but there's debate on what the two lambs might mean. Uh, but just let me read this little article to you uh, real quick, just so you have kind of some thought to put with a story that can be kind of boring for the listener. And it's... I. As someone who listens, I go back and I listen to the podcast sometimes to make sure that the audio and everything sounds good. And even sometimes I'm like having trouble staying focused. So we're going to interrupt uh, for just a second and talk about these two lambs. Here's what this article says. It says, God ordained a daily worship service in the tabernacle called the Continual Burnt Offering, the Tamid. So every day the priesthood would offer two male lambs as a burnt offering for daily sacrifices. So every single day. The continual burnt offering began each morning with a male lamb offered as a burnt offering. The priest slaughtered a lamb, placed it on the fire of the altar as the first sacrifice of the day. The lamb burned on the fire all day, a continual burnt offering. The priest placed each subsequent sacrifice made on top of the pyre on which the lamb was burning. When the day's service concluded and the priest had completed all the sacrifices for that day, they brought the second lamb. They slaughtered it as an ola and placed it on top of the remains of that day's offerings, sandwiching the whole day's services between the two lambs of continual burnt offering. They left the second lamb on the altar to burn through the night. The next morning, the priests would remove the ashes, uh, and they slaughtered lamb, placed it on the altar, and started the process all over again. In this way, a lamb remained continually burning on the altar before the Lord. So, it's this, it really is this foreshadow, and obviously the sacrifice of Jesus, of Yeshua, is a permanent one right there's no longer any need for this uh for these rituals as they own as the whole purpose of them was to foreshadow the coming messiah and he would be the final atonement which he was but until then they had to have this thing going non-stop 
as a reminder of the consequences and the cost, right, of sin. Let me continue this article. The continual burnt offering set a baseline pattern as the most basic and regular function of the tabernacle in the temple. The prayer services, the singing of psalms, the lighting of the menorah, the burning of the incense, all occurred in conjunction with one continual offering. The two lambs of the continual burnt offering offered at the set times of sacrifice created the structure upon which the rest of the temple service hung. To this day, the Jewish times of prayer correspond with the hours at which the continual burnt offering used to be made. The continual burnt offering commemorated the offerings made during the Exodus 24 covenant ceremony at Mount Sinai. It remained continually upon the altar as a permanent token of the covenant. Its blood splashed daily against the altar provided a constant reminder of the blood of the covenant that Moses applied to the altar and to the people at Mount Sinai. John the Immerser, John the Baptist, alluded to the continual burnt offering when he identified Yeshua as the Lamb of God in John chapter 1, verse 29. Why are these two lambs for a daily offering? Perhaps the two lambs alluded to Messiah, son of Joseph, and Messiah, son of David. Perhaps the two lambs of continual burning alluded to the first and second coming of our Master, Yeshua. So that is the article that they have up there. Uh, which I thought did a pretty good job, at the very least, of explaining what's going on. Some of the other things are conjecture. Uh, you know, we we speculate on these things, uh, but it's pretty easy to see the foreshadow. And remember, all of the Old Testament, according to Jesus, was written and pointed to Him. Uh, such does this that we're reading about right now. So now, with that little bit of backdrop. Let me read these last few verses before we wrap up that deal with this daily sacrifice. Uh, So let's start back at, let me see here. I want to start back at verse 38. And this is what you prepare on the altar, two lambs, a year old, daily, continually. Verse 39, prepare the one lamb in the morning and the other lamb you prepare between the evenings. And one-tenth of the ephah of flour mixed with one-fourth of hen of pressed oil. And one-fourth of a hen of wine as a drink offering with the one lamb. And prepare the other lamb between the evenings. And with it prepare the grain offering and the drink offering as in the morning for a sweet fragrance. An offering made by fire to Yehovah. A continual burnt offering for your generations at the door of the tent of appointment before Yehovah, where I shall meet with you and speak with you. And there I shall meet with the children of Israel, and it shall be made Kodesh by my esteem. And I shall Kodesh the tent of appointment and the altar and Aaron and his sons, and I Kodesh to serve as Kohanim to me. And I shall dwell in the midst of the children of Israel, and I shall be their Elohim. And they shall know that I am Jehovah their Elohim who brought them up out of the land of Mitzrayim, that is to say Egypt, to dwell in their midst. I am Jehovah their Elohim. And you shall make an altar to burnt incense. On make it of Assidia wood. An ama long and an ama wide. It is a square and two ama high. Its horns of the same, 
and you shall overlay its top, and on its sides all around, and its horns, and make clean gold. You shall make for it a molding of gold all around, and make two gold rings for it under the molding of both its sides. Make them on its two sides, that they shall be holders for the poles to lift it with. And you shall make the poles of a city of wood, and overlay them with gold. And you shall put it before the veil that is before the ark of the witness, before the lid of atonement that is over the witness, where I am to meet with you. And Aaron shall burn on it sweet incense morning by morning. As he tends to the lambs, he shall burn incense on it. And when Aaron lies the lamps between the evenings, he shall burn incense on it, a continual incense before Jehovah throughout your generations. Do not offer strange incense on it, or a burnt offering, or a grain offering, and do not pour drink offering on it. And Aaron shall make atonement upon its horns once a year with the blood of the sin offering of atonement. Once a year he makes atonement upon it throughout your generations. It is most Kodesh, that is to say holy, to Jehovah. And that, my friends, is where the portion ends for this week. And not a lot of commentary from me is needed. And so I pray that you've been blessed, that you've enjoyed the reading. Hopefully, I've made it uh, somewhat easy to, to follow and to understand what is going on. And I just hope that the, con- uh, the, podca- the podcast continues to uh, be a blessing to all of you. Next week, um, potentially, is going to be a busy podcast week. I just haven't decided uh, just yet. Next week is uh, the, the fe- feast, but... Well, it's not really a biblical feast. It's more of a traditional thing uh, called Purim. And I did three podcasts for it last year. And I haven't decided if I'm just going to rebroadcast those or if I'm going to do them again. Um, but it's the, it's a study in the book of Esther. And uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful story. It's an important one. We read, uh, we read and did commentary out of Esther. And then we read Esther out of the Septuagint. That would be the plan again for next week. Um, and hopefully you'll be blessed by that. So that's what we're looking forward to, Lord willing, going into next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.